0: Welcome to Rogue Finances. I'm Joe Holberg, founder and CEO of Holberg Financial, and you're listening to Stories of Personal Finances for Millennials by Millennials. They are bite-sized topics designed to have a big impact, and I'm in Chicago today with my amazing co-host, Sarah Clem, who is the Director of Expansion of Charge, a women's health and fitness organization that liberates women from the elliptical. We want to talk about what you want to hear about, so submit your questions and podcast ideas to podcast at holbergfinancial.com, and we are here today in our podcast studio at 1871, Chicago's Entrepreneurship Tech Hub, high above the Chicago River, where we had the following conversation.
1: So the other, I guess it was the other month, I had an email from Mint, and it said, uh-oh, You've been slapped with a service fee. And it was like $35.
0: And what type of What was it from? Was it a bank, credit card, something? Um, like
1: that? I didn't look too much into it. I guess I probably yeah. should have. But I was just like so like, I was like, whoa. And I think it probably was because I only paid like the minimum on my mm-hmm. card that month or something. Yeah. Or maybe it was, I, I don't know if I overdrew or something. I don't think I did. But mm-hmm. I know they, it was scary.
0: Yeah. So the the service fee shows up out of nowhere Mm -hmm. and fortunately uh you you have mint uh running in the background where it'll give you a notification a lot of people don't even have a notification so they don't even know it yeah yeah so it's sort of easy to be like oh sarah ha you should be like way more financially savvy you know you should figure out where you got this service fee um but you're aware of it whereas millions of people aren't even aware of the fees, the charges, the interest, and where they're all sort of coming from. So um, I think that's where we'll sort of talk about a little bit today is like, what the heck are these things and where do they uh, come from? And and ultimately, like, how do we avoid them? Um, So while we don't know yours specifically- um, Can you make a guess? Yeah, my my guess would be that it was probably related to a credit card. Um, Bank fees are becoming less of an issue Mm-hmm. Um, because most banks are now uh, free, uh, both in the checking and the savings sense where you know 10, 15 years ago banks used to like charge you 10, buck, 10 bucks for like a maintenance fee. Mm-hmm. But those were like predictable and knowable, where you mm-hmm. like, when you signed up, you were like, okay, well, I know this is gonna cost me 10 bucks. And then they got a little smarter and they were like, Well, we'll charge you $10 a month if you have an average daily balance under this amount. And banks are sort of like moving away from that in favor of fees when you overdraw um, and just having different types of fee structures. And so if you're a normal banking consumer, you're probably not getting charged from a personal standpoint unless you're overdrawing your money, which you should sort of get charged. Like the bank has a checking account for you so you can put your money in it. If you're overdrawing, it's like that's not what the point of the checking account is. So mm-hmm. I agree with the fees from that standpoint. They do get a little pernicious when you don't um, put more money in. They'll charge you multiple days. So that can get really negative real quick. But the bigger point here is, you know, this 35 bucks when you're presumably getting charges on your uh, credit card. Um, especially you know you get into this idea of like you know carrying a balance month to month a lot of a lot of the credit cards will actually charge you a service charge for the ability to charge you interest and so you're you're automatically getting doubled down on um, in terms of how much you're paying and if you just add it up it's like you know let's say you have three credit cards Mm -hmm. each with a balance that you're rolling over month to month and let's also just assume that each one is $30. It's like, that's almost $100 just in charges and interest every single month.
1: You're better just paying off your credit card.
0: Yeah, you're 100% better (laughs) paying off your credit card. And this is actually interesting, and I I sort of make this case uh, in in my book, is there's really, if we focus in on credit cards and these service fees and charges, there's three groups of people Mm -hmm. when it comes to credit cards. The first one, is the group of people, uh, well, well, we'll do them in reverse order and work towards number one. The third group of people are the people that have balances that are continuing to use their credit cards. Yeah. And that's millions. I mean, we're talking probably close to 50 to 100 million people in America that have balances and are continuing to use them. And I've been in that I've category, done it. yeah, for sure.
1: After I got the service fee though, I am proud to say have, it hasn't happened yeah. In yeah. months now.
0: And that's the thing is like most of us have been there. There's a very small percentage of people, fortunately, good for them, like we want to be more like them, mm-hmm. but there's a very small percentage of people who have never actually carried a balance, who have never gotten a penny charged in interest. Mm-hmm. And that's the ultimate objective. And so in, in my book, Camp three, as as I call it, is like the people with the balances who continue to spend. And everyone sort of says like, how do I actually get to a more favorable place? And before you can just get to no credit card debt um, and no service fees and charges, uh, you have to go to this camp two, which is sort of like a training ground for camp one. I
1: think I'm in camp two right now.
0: Okay, and let's see. Camp two is you are You still have your credit cards the goal is not to like cancel them right because that can actually hurt your credit score so you don't want to be like uh, obscenely reactive to a credit card balance but camp two is for people who have a balance who have specifically stopped continuing to use their credit card for the short run. This is not like a, a long run, I can never use credit again. It's literally until you pay
1: it off, right? Yes.
0: And that's yeah. the goal is you have to spend some time in this intermediate camp two ground where you're not using it, meaning your balance isn't increasing, and you are also paying it off. Because Mm -hmm. a lot of people will have good intentions and they'll say, like, this month I'm going to pay $500 on my credit card and drive that balance down. And it's like, yes, that is awesome.
1: But the second you use it, it goes up. Exactly. But
0: I spent $300. And so your net gain It wasn't even $200 driving it down because you got charged interest and fees. So even though you might have thought you reduced your balance by 200, there was that 30, $35 Mm -hmm. finance charge, the interest fee that gets embedded. So your principal, the amount of the balance might only go down like 170. And then this is where people are like, oh, wow. This is why I'm not getting ahead. It's not because you're not aggressively tackling your credit card debt. Cause it's because you keep using it while yeah, you're tackling it. Yeah. Co- correct, yeah, and I, and I tell people all the time, I'm like, hey, just do a little experiment on yourself. Real simple. If you're trying to pay your credit cards off, why don't you just leave your credit cards, all of them, at home, Monday through Thursday? Just yeah. four days of the week. And, and just leave them on, you know, tuck them under your pillow or, like, leave them on the nightstand or wherever and just leave them home for four days. And what ends up happening is you're probably just going to spend less because you don't have it in your pocket. It's not like you're going to walk into Walgreens and all of a sudden, like, have $30 in cash in your pocket and you're like, yay, I'm going to blow all my cash. You're like, no, nah, I'd rather have my cash in my pocket. Yeah. And so it, it just helps drive down your uh, spending. And the, then the ultimate goal is to get to this camp one where you actually have no balance. Then you can reinstitute the use of your credit cards, knowing that going forward, you're going to pay it off in full every month. uh, Yeah. Every month. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love that idea of just leaving it at home for a few days. I think the best thing that ever happens to me is when I like just lose it in my Mm -hmm. wallet. Like my wallet is not organized at all. (laughs) See the financial wardrobe (laughs) episode. (laughs) Yeah. um, Yeah. And so sometimes it'll just be like kind of like cluttered amongst all the other like things that I have mm-hmm. in there. And so I'll be like, oh, like, well, I don't need to use this right now.
0: Yeah, and it's, it, it's sort of, it's funny because like a lot of people are initially fearful of that idea of like leaving it at home. And you have to sit there and you're like, okay, well, if I'm 25, average life expectancy is, you know, let's say 85 in the United States. I've got 60 years left to live just mm-hmm. in this broad sense. Can you really take out your credit cards and just leave them home for four days out of 60 years?
1: Well, you still have like your debit card. Yeah, you, you still, still have your debit that. card.
0: You can still have cash. It's it's yeah. it's not like you can't do anything. But the idea of this experiment is just to use a small amount of time to start to understand yourself uh, and, and how you relate to this credit card. And it's not something that... I don't think anyone really goes out and experiments on themselves. I do it on myself, and maybe that's <laughs> why I like running my company as much as I do, but I like telling people like, hey, I'm not going to tell you to cut this thing up and never. it's evil and you'll never use it again, but if we're trying to get to a place where going back to the finance charges, we're trying to save you $100, which is $1,200 a year, we're trying to save you 1200 bucks just by giving you simple tools and simple ideas um, to sort of like trick yourself into not spending as much. Uh, so I don't know, it sounds reasonable. I agree. I, I hope it is. Um, yeah. And one, one final way to think about credit cards that I love telling people, and this will sort of hopefully blow your mind, is whatever your balance is, to make that interest in the finance charges feel a little more tangible, just double your balance and that, is about how much you'll pay in total on your credit card uh, in finance and interest charges if you're just paying the minimum. It's an approximation, but it's a really scary appro- If that you could see terrifying. Sarah's eyes right now, they're like super wide. Oh my uh, gosh,
1: because I don't know if I have that much money right now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
0: And that's the point is like it's embedded underneath it all. Mm-hmm. But if you had a two thousand dollar balance and you're paying, you know, forty fifty 50 bucks or a little more and you're still spending, you're going to pay two thousand dollars in interest in order to drive that balance to zero. Assuming that you're actually going to drive it down uh, in, in, in some mildly uh, conservative way, which millions of people do. Um, I don't know
1: it's honestly worse than target.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean like the target trap plus the credit cards. You put those two things together and you you get a really volatile mix where, you know, you're you're spending more which makes it harder to pay down and therefore you're accruing more interest. Therefore, you can't actually get ahead on either one of those aspects. Yeah. Um, and so there there unfortunately it does sort of result uh in this idea that you do have to have some level of self-control because um like i said you can just go years without really actually thinking about it Um, and then you wake up one day and you're like oh shoot you know (laughs) i did buy a house but i've got a kid and we're not saving as much for their college why the heck am i in this position and it was this long legacy of just this like um not sort of taking uh you know getting to a place of awareness with your your spending behavior so Mm.
1: service fees
0: service fees oh it's a billion billion dollar industry so keep your money don't give it to them uh probably a good place to wrap up um how about that
1: yeah well thank you joe and thanks for listening to rogue finances we hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed making this podcast for you check out joe's new book rogue finances on amazon You can also learn more at holbergfinancial.com or follow us on the Facebook or the Twitter. We'll see you next time. And
0: thank you, Sarah.